Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today's episode marks the 5th of May of the year 2020. Happy birthday today to Karl Marx, philosopher, political journalist and communist, who famously wrote a book in all caps known as Das Kapital, and was mainly funded by Engels while he talked about how bad rich people were. Also a real heartthrob of the 1800s. I'll put my means of production in the hands of your workers, am I right? On this day in 1973, American Racehorse Secretariat won the Kentucky Derby en route to capturing the US Triple Crown before filing some tax returns for his cigar-chomping boss. Get it, Secretariat? Okay. Celebrations today include Cinco de Mayo, which celebrates how Mexico repelled the French forces of Napoleon III at the Battle of Puebla in 1862, a victory that became a symbol of resistance to foreign domination and is now celebrated as a national holiday. So celebrate the Cinco de Mayo in the the traditional Mexican manner, which is by telling a Frenchman to f*** off. Your guest today is lifestyle and wellness coach and celebrity dick deflector Tiff Stevenson. Tiff, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. It is my absolute pleasure. What's been going on in the world of Tiff? Not much hunkering down. <laughs> Birthday parties have been had, cake has been eaten, and uh, a lot of existential crises. Yeah, people really are putting the apart into a party. <laughs> yeah. Coming up today, we'll be bringing you all the latest in UK politics. But first, some headlines of stories we won't have time for. In your headline section today, a man, a dog and five camels have been rescued by police after they fell down a steep slope during a walk in the Australian bush. This is true. The 38-year-old man and his party were tied together for reasons that don't need explaining when one of the camels fell and the rest followed like the classic fairy tale we all grew up with about camels being tied together. You know that one, Tiff. Never tie your camels together because if one goes down, you end up with a camel cascade. And after Tesla boss Elon Musk wiped $14 billion off his company's value after tweeting its share price was 
too high, that he wanted to sell his house and possessions, and that his girlfriend was mad at him, a series of Silicon Valley entrepreneurs have followed suit. Silicon Valley entrepreneurs being famous for displaying their innovative think-outside-the-boxness by doing exactly the same thing as everyone else in Silicon Valley. Tech billionaire Josh Gondelman has tweeted that he thinks money is bad and he'll be shooting his business plan into space on a homemade rocket, while the ghost of Steve Jobs has tweeted via Ouija board suggesting that everyone smash their iPads in order to escape the surveillance state. Meanwhile, with restrictions finally easing in Italy, the Wiggles government has said they will allow for travel between cities in the coming weeks, requiring, however, that all travel be via Big Red Car. And that's all the time we have for your headlines. (laughs) Because now it's time for your ads. It's time for your ad section now because the human mind is vulnerable to attack by the shiny claws of multinational corporations co-opting and degrading art to manipulate your desires. In the Southern Hemisphere, half a glass of water travels down your throat counterclockwise. In the Northern Hemisphere, it goes clockwise. At the equator, half a glass of water goes straight down your throat. Plan your adventure travel now for the future. It might be possible one day once more to drink three half glasses of water in different parts of the planet. Meanwhile, enjoy half a glass of water right there wherever you are. Half a glass of water. It's there for you, whichever way you spin it. If you're a middle-aged swinger or sex party aficionado, coronavirus has probably put a lockdown on your junk. That's where Lonely Lenny's online lustravaganza comes in. Lonely Lenny has been hosting online sex parties since 1998 and promises to include access to everything you love about suburban orgies in the comfort of your own home. Conversations about consent, people in the corner having more fun than you are, extremely public erectile dysfunction, people you definitely don't want to bang who want to bang you. Lonely Lenny's online lustravaganza. Subscribe today for a free pack of virtual condoms and a spreadsheet of acceptable sex acts. Lonely Lenny's online lustravaganza. Get it on. Online. Wow. Is that the same Lenny that was in Of Mice and Men? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of lo- lonely Lennies about at the moment. <laughs> Daddy Daycare. Do you have a dad hanging around getting on your nerves? Try Daddy Daycare. Pop him in a suit and tie and bring him to our beautiful CBD location where we'll have a sweet hierarchy for him to slot into, including spreadsheets, semi-annual 360 reviews and competitive quote-unquote pay quote-unquote packages. Let him make a useful contribution by performing a low-grade support role in a capitalist economy while the primary childcare practitioner gets the real work of perpetuating the species done at home. Daddy Daycare, now open to mummies and non-binary parents, though of course we're still working on making our office spaces more accessible to non-dads. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And that's your ad section for today. The last post. Now it's time for your top story. Tiff Stevenson, you have the top story. All the news in UK politics. What's happening in UK politics right now? Oh, so much is happening. Brexit has gone into rehab. Oh, no. Yeah, it took a long, hard look at itself and decided it was time. Um, It's had a big (laughs) couple of years, but now it's late and bloated and even its friends aren't interested because he's let them down too many times. And guess who's paying for this trip to the Priory? The British taxpayer, Alice. Oh, no. Yes, I'm not happy about it. So that's Brexit. Boris Johnson has sort of become the Harry Potter of politics because he survived coronavirus. Like, he's like the boy who lived (laughs) and now he's had a baby. And unless you are anything less than pant-wettingly excited about it, you're apparently unpatriotic. Like, I'm surprised Carrie Simmons didn't give birth to five miles of bunting. Such was the state of, like, (laughs) fever, jingoistic expectation from people like Sarah Vine and Alison Pearson. Like the main takeaway, I suppose, uh, from Boris having another baby is that the leader of our country, a man whose initials stand for blowjob, has named his own son Willie Johnson. So at this point, we may as well have a cock and balls <laughs> as our prime minister. And I think I think that would actually be more interesting. It would be more fun. I'd enjoy that in the daily briefings, you know, just a human-sized cock and balls, like shuffling in on its sacks. Uh, wait, wait, wait. When you say human-sized cock and balls, do you mean the size of a human's cock and balls or do you mean a man-sized... A man-sized size, cock and balls. The size of a man. Okay, I get it. A man-sized <laughs> cock and ball. You know, like it can walk in like one testicle in front of the other. You know how giant cock and balls move. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Just sort of gravely leaning towards line graph after line graph of death statistics, taking questions from journalists and demanding that they look them in his eye. Um, oh, no. and then uh, <laughs> and then at the very end of the briefing it erupts with a red white and blue emission and makes all of the uk pregnant because because <laughs> why not at this point why not it's just it's very on the nose there's, i mean there's a lot of a lot of famous historical cock and balls otto von bismarck famously a cock and balls in a house yes he made that famous speech blood and iron which was redundant because of course blood has a lot of iron in it <laughs> What else has been happening? Farage has popped back up again like a shit that won't flush. I was going to say like a bad penny, but that's that's actually kind of cute. So he is a uh, he was outside his house during clap for carers, banging and waving a pot in some kind of <laughs> semaphore. That is the action of a man whose hands are so damp that he can't br- bring himself to clap. He's got to use tools. Clammy, clammy handed. Oh, <laughs> Oh, it's just like gripping a fish. They just, just the handshake slides right in and out, and you're not sure what's happened, but now you're wet. Oh, it's unappealing. Oh, I was the opposite of wet. I felt like my vagina had healed over. I think like, <laughs> after watching that, I need dynamite to blast it open again. So that wasn't that wasn't his only. Li- I don't know. I don't need to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a level of detail I think the listeners want, Alice. <laughs> don't judge me. He had a couple of little outings last week Farage because he also travelled 100 miles claiming he was a key worker for his essential journalism because apparently he's a journalist now he travelled 100 miles to a beach to rant about the dangers of immigration which is obviously essential travel and presumably he has an issue with crustaceans and seals washing up on our shores without a passport because who else is coming in (laughs) like he's worried that they're going to come over here take our pot bagging jobs 
Um, <laughs> I know that some they brought some Polish people and I think some Romanians in to do fruit picking. And so I'm sure he's furious that, you know, they should be British jobs for British people. But they were fruit picking jobs. And this is not like just a fact. I think it was something like 80% of the Brits who took that job quit. British people took these fruit picking jobs and couldn't hack it. So they quit jobs and they've literally had to fly people in. That is not quite fair. All the British people who want to do fruit picking come and do it in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. If we're going to fruit pick, we'll do it in the sunshine. Have you ever done a bit of fruit picking? No, they, that's that's jobs for English people. <laughs> They've got to go out to far north Queensland and get horribly, oh. horribly sunburned while learning about pineapples. Oh, yeah, of course. It's the exchange, isn't it? So we have to go out to pick pineapples and you have to come here and work in a walkabout <laughs> or do stand-up comedy. Those are the two acceptable jobs for Australians coming to the UK. I once went into Walkabout and I had absolute culture shock. I was like, what is this imaginary nation that this place is pretending to be? Yeah, it's an idea of Australia from the 80s, I think. Mm. It's a kind of Paul Hogan-esque, Crocodile <laughs> Dundee of a Neighbours, like, yeah, like if you if you put... I don't actually, because Neighbours is... Neighbours is fun. Crocodile Dundee was fun. It's actually more full of like kind of 90s Aussie guys. Like uh, I was going to call them unreconstructed. I mean, I <laughs> like feel a like deconstructed. I feel like walkabouts were built by an American person who'd heard about an Australian person from an English person. Right. Yeah. That's. that's... <laughs> Do they exist in Australia? Walkabouts. No, of course they don't. Right. Nor does the Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> the Outback Steakhouse. Yes, not as the... Steve Irwin anymore, but that's not the point. <laughs> it represents an idea, Alice. Don't you shit yeah. on the idea. <laughs> and that's all the time we have for our top story right now because now it's time for your letters to the editor. Remember, you can send a letter to the editor by writing to us at thelastpost at somethingelse.com. Dear Alice and guest, that's you today, Tiff. Who the hell is sub-executive producer Harriet Wells and what does she sub-execute? What's wrong with executive producer Christopher D. Skinner, whose steady hand has guided the last post for the past 10 years? Have we not wished him enough luck? Have we wished him too much luck? Yours in perplexity and consternation, Thomas. Thomas. This is the thing. You may have noticed over the last, say, three or four years that the, the last post has become very heavy on special effects, um, extremely heavy on special effects. And, and also I require a gold microphone and there's various sort of serving staff and uh, craft services and then all of our guests have to be flown over uh, to the country that I'm in, whichever country I'm in, and kept in an isolated room. Obviously, we don't want to expose ourselves to disease. It, it, it ends up being very expensive and, and quite a team effort. So, of course, uh, executive producer Christopher D. Skinner has to logistic all of that. He has to do all of the payroll. He has to um, pay all the taxes. He has to schmooze with the governments to allow for these diplomatic passports. Um, and as a result, he has a, a hierarchy of, of more servile producers beneath him, of which Harriet Wells is one, also Ped Hunter. So thank you for writing in. I hope that answers your question. Thomas, also have, we pay our guests extravagantly. Isn't that right, Tiff? Yes, yeah, I've been paid in a house. <laughs> You've been paid so, in a house. You've been paid while in a house. <laughs> no, I've been paid a house, one house. <laughs> one house of payment. 
And I'm not going to tell you where the house is because that will give away how much money I'm earning and that would be gauche. <laughs> I have been paid a single house for today's episode. <laughs> Thank you so much for writing to us, Tomas. Remember, you can write a letter to the editor at the last post at somethingelse.com. And that brings you to the end of the last post for today. Thank you for listening. We're here in your ears 366 days of this year and we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. You can download this podcast every day or you can subscribe so it automatically downloads itself every day, which is how technology works. We have previous episodes available on the same feed for those of you who like to binge the news. And if you have not done so before, please listen back to those previous editions. They'll make these ones make more sense. Your guest today on the podcast was Tiff Stevenson. Tiff, have you got anything to plug? Go find my uh, my Twitter and my Instagram, at Tiff Stevenson on Twitter and Tiff Stevenson Comic on Instagram. I'll tell you about all the upcoming stuff I'm doing, like various online shows slash weeping on the floor for 45 minutes at a time. I'm going to start filming that <laughs> because I've got to monetize everything now. Put it on Twitch. Yes, live crying. Live weeping. My stand-up special Savage is available now on Amazon Prime. The last post is a something else, Alice Fraser and Bugle Podcasts production. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online at patreon.com slash Alice Fraser for my occasional blogs or to subscribe for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life. The executive producer of this episode is Christopher D. Skinner. The sub-executive producers are Harriet Wells and Ped Hunter. As we always say, good luck to you, Christopher, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. The fertility doctor, Jan Karbat, was renowned for getting amazing results. Women who were desperate for children would visit him at his Rotterdam clinic. Many would leave pregnant. But when the clinic closed, rumors circulated about the methods the doctor used to achieve his success. My name's Jenny Kleeman, and I've been investigating what happened in Karbat's clinic. It's the story of a doctor who was determined to create life by any means possible. The Immaculate Deception, a brand new podcast from something else, coming on March 18th, wherever you get your podcasts.